Welcome to Nuria's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nudia's Mastermind. I have such an incredible, incredible guest here with me today. My dear friend, Amanda Douglas. Welcome to the show. Here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and feel honored to be on your mastermind. I appreciate everything you're doing and I'm a big fan. Aw, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of love between us. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm excited to see you, but no, I'm super fortunate to be here and um, like you said, love, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of history there. It feels like we've been sisters forever, but we've only known each other like a little over a year. It's crazy. I know. It's a soul connection, guys. Let me tell you how we met and Amanda join in. But so we have, we're both title company owners and we have a mutual friend, Mike Abbey, who saw what we were both doing in our companies and he's like oh my gosh you guys are so similar to each other you have to talk to each other so he did an email intro and think you know we get busy in life and the follow-up kind of didn't happen from both of our ends but then we were both invited to a top producing uh, retreat by first american who we both underwrite through um, and this was a, a little over a year ago and Soon enough, I see this beautiful young girl in the middle of all of these not so young people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, who's this? And then it all clicked and we just began talking and it just was like a match made in heaven as far as, you know, as far as we really see our industry and just business and so many things uh, similarly and, and a lot of the same values and Sometimes when Amanda's speaking, I'm like, well, you're, you're speaking me. Like, you're, <laughs> that's my language, so. It's so true. You're the same way. It's crazy. And, like, you kind of hit the nail on the head when you talk about going to these big conventions and, like, being a title company owner, you know, and we're in our 30s and, like, everyone's not so much. And this is <laughs> So, and not saying they're not bad, they're amazing people and they're there for a reason. And we've learned a lot from them, especially like Ryan and like people we've stayed in contact with, but um, it's an industry that needs change. And I think that's something that you and I are so passionate about. And that's why we just push forward no matter what kickback we get, right? And our yes. ideas, but, you know, going to Tony Robbins and like, you know, title title insurance is really just ultimately the vehicle that we're both using, right? Because it's what we know. And, but we're both super passionate about just developing people and leaders yeah. and constantly innovating and marketing and really never talking about title insurance because it's boring, right? We don't, 
I don't have a better policy than you have. Like, you know, title policies are the same. It's really all about the experience. And like, I think you, we were supposed to be on a retreat to relax. And you and I like talked about business ideas, like the entire <laughs> beautiful catamaran. There's like dolphins jumping and we're like, Hey, by the way, what are you hiring for this? <laughs> But I never get that in Orlando, and I know you probably don't get it where you are either. So it was so refreshing to connect with a title company owner that has the same values that I do, and it's always about the people. Yes. Oh, it was it was so awesome, and we have a lot, you know, like the Tony Robbins and Colin. So it was just a, such a good match, and I feel like I've known her forever. So grateful to know you, Amanda. For all of our listeners, you guys just need to understand what a powerhouse Amanda is. She started her business around the same time as I, five years ago, almost five years ago, right? And almost four, actually. Yeah. Almost four. Okay. So even less. (laughs) And, and you have grown this. I'm sorry. Almost five. What am I doing? I don't even know what year we are in. Okay. 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 I'm like, almost five. Yeah. We're so same birthday yeah almost the same birthday february of 2016 yeah okay cool so just in this short almost five years she has grown her company tremendously like what you have done amanda is so incredible um you know why don't you share with us a little bit of your growth and where you're at with your business yeah so um you know it's crazy and i tell everyone like it's like almost a dream like every day that i wake up that we've been able to grow so quickly and like especially now like i'm so super grateful during covid just how much of an incredible team we have in an industry and like the people backing us that were able to you know come out on the other side of this better people but you know, I started with a little idea of, and it's called Celebration Title Group because I wanted to celebrate the people at the closing table. And it's just a tiny idea to do a little bit more than just, you know, hand a key over and <laughs> like, that's it. And it was just so very anticlimactic. And I've been in title for, um, since I got out of college in 2004. Um, so I'm kind of dating myself, but um, you know, and it was, it's just such an old industry and it's such an, like buying a house is such a big deal. And I could always see it on the people's faces. Like, is like, that's it, you know, and it, and it just kind of clicked one day and, um, you know, I'll go into the back history in a little bit, but celebration right now, um, title just on this little idea of a better experience and just looking at title insurance as a customer service industry instead of, you know, a very commodity business. Um, we've been able to grow. We now have 11 offices. Um, Woo! Guys, 11 years. offices in <laughs> five years. Like that is what I'm talking yeah, It's so impressive. Thank you. And it's um, 11 offices. We have 51 employees as of this morning. So uh, we have a little 50 mark and Uh, we're like, honestly, it's wild too. Like even our numbers coming out this morning, I'm so proud of the team, but we're going to have our best month ever, um, this month, which is so amazing. I'm so proud of you. Seriously. So impressive. And, um, and I, I want to dive deeper into your personal story because it's so important that we share this, you know, that's why 
really, I, I wanted to interview you, um, not only to just honor the growth that you've done and how incredible it is what you've done. And, but your story, you know, this wasn't easy for you. You were a single mom and just trying to figure things out and, and trying to even just like make ends meet with your children at one point. And so um, I'd love to, for you to share your story or kind of where you're all started in your journey. And so that I feel like a lot of people will be able to be inspired by this and empowered that you can create anything that you want. And, you know, even through all of these challenges and hiccups in life. So um, why don't you tell us more of your, or the Amanda story? <laughs> this is where it gets uncomfortable now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting so much better at opening up vulnerabilities. You're doing wonderful. Thank you. Um, no, you know, I grew up in a really small town, actually born and raised in Central Florida. And it, um, you know, very small town, Southern uh, roots, you know, not, you know, six people in my house with a thousand square feet. You know, we grew up very like, you know, we didn't grow up with money. My, my parents are, you know, my dad was a factory worker. My mom waited tables at night. They just balanced children. And um, it was just kind of all I knew. Um, but, you know, getting out of this little town, you know, you think of like Alabama in the middle of Florida. That's basically where I grew up. So I always, <laughs> you know, you either work for like an orange factory, like and it's crazy to like even see the whole town as orange groves. But um, if you go look at Florida's natural orange juice at the uh, grocery store and you look at the back, it says Lake Wells, Florida. So we made it on something. <laughs> You're the proud juice company. That's where it's made. Well, yeah. <laughs> but everything is like, if you've ever seen the show Friday Night Lights, that was my life growing up. So everything was centered around high school football. <laughs> the whole town shut down for Friday nights. Like that's just the way it was. And, um, you know, there wasn't really any like push for like personal development. Like, what is that? There was like, you know, there was a lot of, and you know, this is not any like talk to my parents because they're amazing <clears throat> and they've come so far, but you know, you end up having this idea of what wealth and money and success look like when you grow up in an environment like that. So those were a lot of like barriers I had to push through in order to, to get to where I am today too, and still a work in progress. But, um, you know, I went to, was the first of my sisters to go to college and I'm, you know, third in line. I have three sisters and uh, so four girls. And I had this idea that I wanted to be a lawyer, which was like so cool, you know, like that's <laughs> like a lawyer, a doctor, I'm like, I'm not very good at science. So <laughs> you I'm would have a great lawyer, actually. You <laughs> yeah, would. But I was actually really, really shy, believe it or not. I was incredibly shy in high school. And it took a little while to kind of get out of my own way. And it's, again, it's still a work in progress now. But um, when I was in college, I, you know, I went into law school my first year, and I was interning with an attorney that had a title company didn't know what title insurance was or anything. And again, that was like two, right the start of 2005. And we all know what happened in 2005. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy, like crazy money. Like what is going on? <laughs> so I ended up dropping out of law school, law school dropout. So, so cool. <laughs> I actually wear that badge with honor because I like fight with attorneys every day. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Florida is not an attorney state. So we're very fortunate that, you know, we get to just have, you know, as a title agent, we get to run um, a business, a title insurance business. So, um, you know, with that, I, I ended up working for them. And uh, very quickly after that, I met my ex, now ex-husband and had my two boys kind of back to back very early. Um, but by the time they were three and one, I found myself in a, a situation where I really had put my career on the back burner, you know, for my husband at the time. And, um, you know, I was staying at home for like six to eight months and just really was trying to find me, right? And the marriage was falling apart, um, ended up going through a divorce and just really like set my intention that I'm never going to like let a man put a career on the back burner for me. I'm going to put myself first for these boys. And, um, you know, went through some low moments where I, you know, was still working for a title company, but I was like a closer processor or like kind of moving my way up and um, ended up getting a second job, waiting tables. I had to move back in with my parents, which was so much fun. Um, <laughs> again, one-year-old, but my parents are amazing. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am without their support. But you know, I really like one day, I just like was working at a title company and just at that moment, and, and this is funny because this particular title company is like, I gave them all these ideas of the celebration experience because I always was, you know, younger for our industry. Yeah. It's like, what if we did this? Or, you know, what if we celebrated them more? Like we were barely allowed to take photos of them, you know? And they're like, can you at least take a photo with like our key? And um, they're like, no, just, you know, do your closings and we can get out of here a lot faster. And um, the mentality difference. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, um, (laughs) funny enough, it's attorney owned. So those are, that's fun. Um, but you know, I, I just saw something that I really wanted to do, but I didn't really believe in myself that I could do it, you know? And I think like right around that time, and that was like 2000, probably 14 ish. I got my real estate license and, um, I was doing open houses on the weekends. I was trying to save as much money as possible. Like even bringing my boys with me to open house, like they learned how to open the door and be like, welcome to your new home. Yeah, my little helpers. And I was just like, this is the way it is, you know, and we'd run to baseball or soccer or whatever, and then go to open house. And um, they learned really, really young that like, I was going to work hard to, to make sure to provide for them. But, you know, we what, were made looking- you, what made you go from title to the real estate side? Um, so I actually, you know, a lot of my agents that I was doing closings for, like, were trying to convince me to go into real estate because they just really like love my personality. They're like, you'd be so great. Um, and so I was, and you can make a lot more money, right? I was getting like (laughs) by them. And, um, so I did that and, you know, but my passion was always still in, um, title and what I knew. And like, I really wanted to like run an actual business that the real estate, you know, it is true what they say, like it is not easy and it definitely does not uh, give you more flexibility. Like you're actually working weekends instead of like having free weekends. Um, but I'm doing that now anyway, but more shout out, big shout out to all of our realtor friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's not easy. We, we get you guys. You guys are amazing. People definitely have a different point of view on what you do. And so, well, yeah. Well, it was a blessing in disguise, too, because I 
got to learn what real estate agents go through on a daily basis. So now even I'm able to look at our systems and tweak things. And I'm like, hey, for this agent that is so on the go, they don't want to like fill out these forms or they don't want to do this. Like I understand their mentality. So that was a blessing in disguise. But um, finally, I saved up enough money and um, but I still just didn't like have the courage to do it. I don't know why I so um, I went into real estate full time, which was already a big jump for me. And, you know, I liked it. I did it for about a year and I knew I had to work out a non-compete, um, not because it would, you know, hold up in court, but just simply because, you know, their title insurance, even though it seems big, it's a small industry in Orlando and everybody knows everybody. And I just didn't want to ruffle any feathers if that was something I was going to do. But I had so many cheerleaders like in my court, like, if you do this, like, I promise we're going to bring you business. Um, but a year, about a year and a half went by and, you know, I was still barely, like I was doing really well in real estate, but I just didn't feel fulfilled. But once I was in real estate, I'm super grateful for those moments because that's when I really found personal development. Um, and that's when I started, you know, reading more and I started, you know, going to Tony Robbins and I started doing a lot of things that, um, I was always a very matter of fact personality, just kind of like a suck it up buttercup. This is just the way it is. And you got to get the job done, which is a very, <laughs> it's a very single mom mentality, right? It's something my parents always raised us. You just have to be a hard worker. Yeah. And you start reading all this stuff about personal development and like having a different view on success and what it looks like. And I was like, you know what? I'm just like, I need to just do this for my kids. Like I need to just start my own business, do what I was passionate about and just go for it. And it's funny, like I like started, you know, doing all this stuff, like writing down numbers I would need off, like obviously doing a budget, like how much money I would need and the space and, um, and then suddenly, like I had, I remember like this day specifically, I had this closing on a real estate transaction where I had double-sided it and agents listening, they, they love a double side, right? Like you get, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a big purchase price. And, um, my, my cut of the commission was right at $40,000, which was exactly the amount of money I needed to start my business and like how much wow. I know. And, um, and let's be honest, $40,000 was like my salary when I was a processor and closer. And it, it was a lot of money. And I even remember talking to my parents about it and they're like, you can't do that like that. That kind of money can, you know, change your kids' lives for the next couple of years and all of that. And I was like, you know what, there's just something in me that's telling me I need to do it. And, you know, just getting the courage. And I, I remember like crying, like cashing the check. Like holding it like what should I do <laughs> like because you know I've got these two little babies who have you know I have promised the world to and like driven around to all these open houses and done all this stuff but now I'm like okay guys like you gotta be with me again for another like 10 years while my mom works <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you know hang on but uh it was a pretty um emotional moment but it was probably one of the bravest and most courageous decisions that I ever made because I never looked back after that and it, it was wild because like right a couple months later my son was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and um it was kind of like such a blow to our family and um it was something that 
at that very moment, I was like, this, this was really meant to be. This is going to be that vehicle that I can make sure my son's healthy for the rest of his life. I can, in turn, you know, give back to other families that are going through this because financially it really drains you when you have, um, you know, a child or anyone in your family that has some sort of health issues and type one diabetes is a whole other element because, you know, health insurance lumps it in as diabetes as a whole. And he's actually born with it and has to fight, you know, fight for his life every day. And it's totally different than type two, something I didn't even know. Um, so we're really passionate on educating people on it now and like being able to use my platform to give back to like the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation and being able to educate and like just, you know, being able to provide for my family. And well, like, that was that was your purpose. Like oh, I, yeah. I talk a little more about this defining moment for you because it's so awesome. Like when you were telling me, I just felt that emotion, you know, when you're like, here I am single mom I've been working my butt off I finally get like a big payout after so right. much work and and challenge and pain you know and right. and you're looking at your kids like oh my gosh I can you used to make that as a salary for a full year so your 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 safety in that forty thousand dollars but then there's this other higher self side of you you know that is like something needs to happen like it's calling you and it's guiding you and it's such a difficult decision but you obviously chose that. Um, and then soon after you find even a bigger purpose for it, like how amazing yes. this all just aligned so together. It's so crazy. I just like, I tell everyone, like if there, if you have that moment of just for one split second, like this could work, like just believe in yourself. And I think I would have never made that jump without having personal development in my life and, you know, listening to other people talk about, I mean, you have to have that courage to, to be able to do anything. And, uh, we were talking about this the other day, you and I were, it's like, that one thing is like, we always think that we have to have confidence. Like I like literally had no idea what I was doing running a business. I spent like nights Googling how to like set up Gmail, like, uh, <laughs> pay payroll taxes like I don't know any of this stuff right and I, I literally had a business degree but they don't teach you all of that kind of stuff and um you know I just figured out I was like you know what I'm gonna get courage first and just go for it and I will just figure it out along the way um because my my boys deserve it more than the world they've they've stuck by me through so much and like working so hard and it, it's crazy now because we even like last week were able to take a vacation for like six days. And I've like never done that with them where I've been able to just completely uh, off. And it was like really such a cool moment just to sit there and be like, you know what, we can actually like relax. We're like, I feel like we're at a point um, and not saying that I'm like pulling off the gas, but it feels amazing to have an organization behind you now that that you've worked so hard and now I can give my time back and be present with my kids. So it's beautiful. Absolutely. Just after all of the years of hard work and, you know, and I think uh, you, you said something so, so important, just back to that courage, you know, conversation we had, it's like um, the fear. And we talked about this too, is like we, everyone has fear, like everyone feels that emotion and that sensation, but you just have to be brave and you have, you just have to be brave and courageous for a few seconds 
because once you make the decision and you were brave to make the decision, you'll take the action after that. Like nothing's getting in your way, but I will add to that. And like, I love your story of this defining moment when you did decide to launch your company. I had a similar one, but it was so purposeful, you know, like there was something higher. It was bigger than you. Right. And you just, and you just knew because there's so much purpose behind what you're doing. The fact that you really wanted to do this too for your kids, for your family, for, and then after, just right after that, for your son. And now like to levels that are so big, like all of the people that work with you and, and all of the things you're teaching them and how you're changing their lives and seeing them reach their goals and their dreams. Like, I know we share that fulfillment uh-huh. you know, together, but you're, you're, and that's what it is. And, you know, to anyone who's listening, who's maybe considering launching a business or, 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 you know, it has that entrepreneurship spirit. We, we both will tell you any day that make sure that there's a big purpose behind this, because if there's no purpose behind the reason of why you want to launch a company or a business, it's so hard that it's not going to be sustainable. So I, I just love that you shared all the purpose behind it. I know there's so much more to that, but Yeah, I just, I mean, and I go back to like the philosophies and we share this of like John Maxwell, where like, again, title insurance is just the vehicle, but for me, it's about pouring into my team and I have, you know, 51 people and, but I look at it as I have like so much more than that because their families are just as important. So if I can take everything that I learned from personal development and, you know, a lot of it now it's costs a lot of money, right? Some of these things, then I can take it and just give them some little nuggets to work with. Like yesterday, I did a class with my whole team on, you know, all 50 people on um, the law of attraction and like the power of our our words. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I get the kind of comments I get back is what is truly fulfilling me in this journey. Is that, you know, these people, they just feel like, um, one, one of my employees who I love watching her story because she's blooming like so much was like, I have never felt more in touch with myself, like no matter where I am in my life right now, but I feel so in tune with who I am because of you and what you've been like teaching us. And um, it's funny because I've actually talked to other business owners about this and they're like, why are you doing that? Like, you're going to build these people up so big. They're going to like go out and start their own title company and they're going to like start believing in themselves. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I would love to see that for them, you know, as, as long as I can provide as good of a platform for them as they can to grow. But if they, if they blossom so big, like that to me is like ultimate success. Yeah. You were, you were a part of that journey and how amazing I sem- similar, you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely similar. And I think it's so rare, you know, I, I don't, I don't know many businesses who do that, you know, that, that really implement the self-development part into the culture. And so the fact that you do that and that that's what I'm saying, like, girl, you are impacting so many lives, you know, and, and I, I got a chance to go and shadow Amanda for a couple of days back in January, just, you know, to learn from what they're doing and the culture and the people and just how appreciative they are. And, you know, they they definitely know that they work in a place that's so different. And 
So I can feel that, you know, they're so grateful that they do have this culture, that they do have the access to the things that you teach them. And you're just changing, you're changing lives. So I think that's, that's amazing. You're, you're a wonderful. Culture is is everything. Our people, I say that what makes us unique is not necessarily the celebration canon at the closing table, which is something we're known for, but what we're really, our people are what really truly make it unique and providing an experience. So I always say I hire people, not positions. And like, I literally like that law of attraction, right? If you're like, I find a magnet to some people out, if I just meet them and I'm like, you have to work for a celebration title, like, like not stop. And we have like an ongoing joke in the office that if I invite you for a jalapeno margarita, like you're going to leave there working for celebration title. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So like like literally half my sales team. You don't even know that I'm going to, you know, talk you into working with me, but let's go get a margarita. (laughs) Let's go get a margarita. Half my sales team have been hired at Rocco's Tacos over jalapeno margarita. (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome yeah um so I want to ask you a a couple questions and you know we're towards the end of the show um sadly because I feel like I could talk to you for hours but (laughs) what what would you say the most important driving force for your ambition and success has been Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, besides my kids, which, you know, that obviously is the number one in in my family. So again, going back to that very small town, like Southern roots and my parents worked so hard. I'm talking like my dad worked, you know, 25 years at the same place, like never missed a day of work. He has such an intense work ethic, but was never really like rewarded for how hard he worked. And then my mom worked nights, like they just, and figured it out, you know, with four kids. Um, but since my parents have moved to Orlando, my mom's working for me, my sister is working for me, they're a huge part of our team. My dad is retired, but he's basically in the office or one of the offices every day, seeing like how he can help. And <laughs> I met them too. <laughs> I know. So, fun. so they're like mama and, and dad of the office, and everyone loves them. And, you know, just to be able to provide for them, um, like, you know, I'm going to tear up my dad, like, got a new truck for, like, the first time in, uh, like, 10 years, and he is just over the moon. Like, it's just a beautiful thing to, to see that I'm able to help provide for them because they, they help me so much, especially through divorce, you know, and with the kids and moving back in with them, my mom, like, didn't question it for a second. My dad wouldn't question it for a second if I needed him to take the boys to baseball or soccer because I'm that single mom that forgot a hat at home and my son's about to start a baseball game and I'm like, (laughs) I'm stuck at the office. Like they were always there, always there. So that is huge for me. So awesome. You know, I think that there's so many, there are so many women, um, who are, do have the issue of just being brave, you know, and, and believing in ourselves. And it's a consistent thing we, we work on. Right. Um, and you get to certain levels and then you're, you also have those fears and those emotions again. And it's like walking yourself through 
through it to again, be, be brave again and go for it again. So that journey kind of never stops. But I, I, I want to ask you, what, what advice would you give, you know, women and specifically single moms that may, might feel that they're, that they maybe can't do it, that they maybe are not good enough to do something or create something. Maybe they don't have the skills or they feel like they might not have the same opportunities. What would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, first of all, it's never too late, right? Um, It's never too late to start believing in yourself now. And um, anybody has the opportunity to write their own story, right? And you can start that new chapter now you know, change your story, change your life, right? Uh, Tony Robbins. Um, But I think one of the biggest things is just the self-doubt. Like, how do you, you know, and I still have it. And um, Mel Robbins has, if you guys have ever listened to a woman named Mel Robbins, she's huge on self-doubt and building confidence. And um, she talks about the imposter syndrome. So I think one of the biggest things that actually hold a lot of people back is the fear of success. Like, who will I be once I become successful? Um, and then like all the self-doubt, like I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this house. I don't deserve to have this business. And like you start self, all that self-sabotaging, self-doubt. Um, in order to be able to just get that out of the way, I think you really just need to face your fears. Like what are you really scared of? Are you scared of being successful, right? You know, and sometimes... We were just talking about this in our class yesterday. When you write your fears down and like your limiting beliefs about yourself, sometimes you look at them and you're like, I can't believe that that scares me. Like that is so silly. Like why am I letting that thing hold me back from providing a life for my family? And like, I think once you just make that shift and the confidence is something that I talk about. So growing up, I was really shy and I just talked about that earlier. I was very shy. I was never even a hundred percent confident I was going to be the best lawyer. You know, I would just, that was a way to get out of a small town. Um, but you know, it's with confidence. It's really, I think that we misinterpret confidence for somebody who's super bossy and in your face. And, um, us women think that we have to be that way to be a business owner, especially to fight in the world we're in, which is a very male dominated business, um, or industry. Um, so we naturally think we have to be that way and just always like in your face and, and you don't really, that's really like a fake confidence. A lot of people that have that very bossy in your face stuff are, are dealing with less like self-confidence than we have, um, just simply because they kind of overdo it. Um, and they're really actually um, dealing with a lot more insecurities than you think. Um, so I love that you bring that up. I'm, it's I so true. am so happy that you're talking about this because it's a problem, you know, like women, women do feel like we have to really bring out. And I've, I've been the same. I've definitely let that go way more the last few years, but stepping into that masculine energy, right. To like be seen or to compete with the boys to, you you just, it's like kind of like a protection, you know, that we've had to do, but I love that you bring that up because I feel that that's where the power is really mm-hmm. and really playing in this field from our feminine energy and having a balance with both, obviously. But there is so much beauty that comes from oh my gosh, someone like you. I have, I have that male energy sometimes too. And 
but it, it's all been learned. And I think um, when you talk about quiet confidence and you talk about the best leaders, um, like one thing I challenge everyone to do that I do with my business coach is like, write down the top five people that you admire the most, right? And just write them down and then write down five qualities about each of those people that is why you admire them. And truly when you look at those qualities, that's who you really are deep down inside. Like if you're like, they're just a good mentor, they're a great speaker, they have this quiet confidence, that ultimately is who you are. Like John Maxwell, those are the things I say about him. And he's one of my biggest mentors. And I'm like, you know what? If I say I am a great listener, I am someone with quiet confidence, like you can, like it's life changing. I love that exercise. And I love that exercise. Yes, it's Thanks so crazy. Because, that. Yeah, it's good because you really realize like those qualities are what I, I am. And they're maybe they're pushed down really deep inside of me, but. Um, I can bring those out. And I think having a quiet confidence it, as a business owner is so beautiful because when, when it stings, it stings, right? Because when, <laughs> when you're like really serious, like you can have like an amazing, you know, career, but people know when you're serious, right? And, and being able, Tony Robbins talked about it in his comeback challenge the other day, it's not about emotional intelligence, that's capacity like capacity is emotional intelligence. We all have that. We just may not choose to use it. It's really about emotional fitness. Like you have to, you know what to do. You know how to react. You know, you shouldn't react on emotions. We just choose not to do it. So like working on that emotional fitness every single day, I challenge anybody that's thinking of becoming a business owner. That is the one thing that will drive your business forward is being able to be a better listener and um, be a better reactor with your actions. Oh my gosh. You are awesome. I <laughs> guys, nuggets you just shared at the end. I hope you do that. Like even that little exercise, it's so powerful what you just said. Oh, so it's so, um, so eye opening. Please, please just do it. It's, it's so good. Take two minutes for yourself. Spend time on, on growing you and, and, you know, and doing the work for you. That's really where the change is made. It's all from the inside out. Oh, Amanda, you are wonderful. I appreciate so much that you came on, on the show today. And I know that, you know, you will definitely inspire and empower other people that get to listen to the show. And you're a great example for, you know, not only women, for anybody, um, just to go for it and, and be brave and, and create something so special and amazing in this life. So I'm super proud of you. I'm proud to call you my friend. And I thank Aww. you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you. I'm so honored. And, and likewise, you inspire so many. I'm so proud of you. And your one thing that you have mastered is consistency. And I love seeing you blossom and grow so much. Um, and I, I love it. And one other thing for all you women, one affirmation I say every day um, that I got from the owner of Orange Theory Fitness, and she's a business owner that grew really quickly, is why not me? So just say that to yourself every day. You know, why, why not me? You totally can do it. Oh, ending it on a powerful note. <laughs> uh, I love you. We gotta do more of this. <laughs> we will. Thank you guys for listening today, and hope everyone has a wonderful day. Yes, thank Bye -bye. you. Bye. Mwah.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share this space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.